Hey there, welcome to The Creep End. I'm your host, Brittany. This is my co-host and sister, Kaylin. Hello. And it's episode number... 52. And we are so excited to be here. Sorry. Some of us are. I'm tired. It's my whole week off. Like, I'm I'm kind of (laughs) just... here today <laughs> well we're yeah we're recording early i feel like we just always sound tired maybe that's just who we are as humans yeah sorry I think so early late mid-afternoon doesn't maybe. matter <laughs> uh yeah uh-huh. well, ah, <laughs> sure in the uh, background today you will be hearing rowan try to console nova <laughs> yeah we got a couple of kids running around but they're watching Encanto so should be quiet for a little bit as one yells. Let's hope for the best. <laughs> yeah and we're double recording today so because Kaylin's adventuring off to Arizona. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> so cool. And then I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> Fucking finally so happy just kidding it was the portal (laughs) it was a fake ticket it was the portal shut up (laughs) (laughs) is it really bad april fool's joke yeah it's a really shitty (laughs) april (laughs) it's my one they're gonna lead you all the way up until the the day you go and the next thing you know ah april fools they would not would not do that i mean I don't know them, so... Shut the fuck <laughs> <laughs> That's rude. They gave it to me on the second anyway, so poo on you. It's probably because they didn't see you on the first. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Stop trying to be... I'm gonna cruel. be a hater. I'm gonna be a hater. <laughs> you went without me. You went... Um, correction, I invited you to go. I invited you for six months to go with okay, us. Okay, but... I can't leave Dad all alone on Thanksgiving. I ended up sick as fuck on Thanksgiving anyway, so I'm glad I didn't go, because it would have been fucking miserable. I had a migraine where I couldn't move my eyes from side to side. You know what would have cured that? A churro. I would have probably vomited. You know what else would have cured it? And I had it? a fever. Splash Mountain. They wouldn't have let me in. They would have been like, you have COVID. And they didn't check anything at the gate. Oh. We had to wear a mask, but that was literally it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, any spooky updates? Yeah. Oh, good. I was... Assaulted. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> By a ghost. Anyways, I was packing for our trip yesterday, and I was in the kids' room packing up their clothes, and I went to go put their bag, like, in the hallway next to my bathroom, because it's, like, the only spot to put it, but as soon as I dropped it, I turned to look up to, like, turn around, and something, like, was there and then vanished out of the corner of my eye. Like, it was creepy. You want... Well, that's gross. Yeah, it was a little strange, but, Um. yeah. I don't think I've had anything new. Just the usual creaky weird shit when I'm alone in the salon. Mm. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Super fun. Been trying to find haunted shit to do. Yeah. When we go places. 
keeps getting nixed. Somebody's a poop. Anyway. Don't get me started. I can go off. <laughs> rant later. Um, yeah, we'll have to find something to do local soon. We should go to the fucking winery you covered. Yeah, that would be fun. And that would be a quick day trip. Oh, yeah, for sure. We should do that soon. Okay. All right. Well, I'll invite Heidi, too. Yeah, she said she wanted to I go. I think too. she did say she wanted to go. Sorry, I keep fucking yawning. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to drink all this coffee, but they burnt the espresso, so it's a little. Your mom burnt the espresso. It's a little brittle. No, I'm a just little brittle. It's a little brittle. Brittle. <laughs> it's a little bitter. bitter. It's a little <laughs> it's brittle. A little, brittle. It's a little brittle. The fuck. Jesus. Oh my god. A little brittle. Ay ay ay. All right. Well then. Let's uh, get started. Let's dive in. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's uh, not very flowy. It's just kind of like... I need to pay rah. someone to write puns for me because I'm not good at puns. I can think of puns about 20 minutes later when they're no longer used. Yeah, I just think of good shit to say like in the shower like two yeah. days later. Like, oh, yeah. ah, that would have been good. Oh, well. <laughs> Well, I kept saying at the ends of all these episodes or whatever, like, oh, I'll save that for a later episode. So here's a later episode. So today I am going to talk about Sylvia Brown. Our dear Sylvia Brown. Her dear Sylvia Brown. <laughs> um, all right. So Sylvia Brown was born October 19th in 1936 in Kansas City, Missouri. And according to her website, which is literally sylviabrown.com. It would be. uh, Sylvia manifested her gift at three years old and shared her gift with her family. Eventually, she became well known for helping others to see their futures. Um, In 1964, she moved to California and then continued to help people in private with her gifts. In 1974, she started to give um, psychic readings to people, and then she founded the Nirvana Foundation for Psychic Research. And with that, um, it was supposed to, like, obviously, like, (sighs) fucking English is not working. (sighs) So with that organization, it was, like, her way of kind of being able to get funds in order to like investigate like the paranormal and stuff Mm. and i just realized i'm saying like like a thousand times so sorry about it it's like okay sorry about it like like anyway so um but that foundation is now known as the sylvia brown corporation which is basically like what her website is the link for in 1986, she founded the Gnostic Christian Church in Campbell, California, which was also known as the Society of Novus Spiritus, which means new spirit. Not dancing butterflies. Oh my fucking god. Oh no, and it was the wrong Native American language, friend. They don't all speak the same language. Anyway, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So her goals with, um, her religion that she 
made were to help the sick, give shelter to the homeless, and allow people to love God and have a relationship with God without the, like, sin and guilt and all the other heavy shit that other religions um, have in them. Which honestly sounds kind of comforting. <laughs> her philosophy was based off of her past life regressions via hypnosis and her deep trance channeling. And reincarnation was a central part to her philosophy. So she had a firm belief that everybody had past lives. Everyone's been reincarnated. Um, which that is the talk or seminar mm -hmm. that mom had gone to mm. was she was doing a past life regression seminar mm. and teaching people how to like channel it themselves like how to me like meditate or something and be able to like pick that out yourself did dad and go with her <laughs> no i want to say uh aunt michelle went with her if i am not mistaken i could be wrong this is a really long time ago Okay, because Sylvia was Stacy. <laughs> That's possible too. I thought it was. <laughs> uh, maybe, I could be. Uh, like, this was like in the nineties, at like the height mm -hmm. of her fame. So I remember her going to it, and I was just a wee little one in the nineties. So I'm curious how much they paid because like she charged for everything. All right, let's <laughs> Google it. Oh my god! All right, you keep talking. I'll Google. Let me. Go I Google. I Googled all of this. I'm telling you. Like, you Googled how much she charged? She used to charge at least $400 for a psychic reading. At least. If you wanted a phone call with her, it was 860 Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, as I was saying, like, I remember, I don't know, like, it's a vague memory, but I'm pretty sure, like, mom came back and was like, oh, I've had seven past lives and, like, I don't know, it was, it was wild, but... It sounded like she actually got to talk to Sylvia Brown. It was kind of cool. Um, anyways, so moving on. So she um, she very heavily believed in God. Um, and everything that she did was based around her, her belief in God. Um, however, she never forced any of those beliefs onto others. And when she gave her readings... Or her seminars or talks. She always told people to just take what you want from this and leave what you don't want. So yeah, so Sylvia claimed to have seen heaven and angels. And she also said that she had the ability to speak to her spirit guide na named Francine. And she was also able to perceive a wide range of quote vibrational frequencies. She also claimed that her grandmother was also a psychic medium. And that um, she helped her, like, hone her own abilities. And she also claimed that her great-uncle as well had psychic abilities and was also, like, really into aliens and UFOs. Uh, she was really well-known, really, because um, she was on all sorts of, like, programs and TV shows, uh, such as, like, Unsolved Mysteries. She was on Love Line with Dr. Drew. She was a weekly guest on Montel Williams for about 17 years, and then she was also, like, a regular on Larry King. 17 uh, years. 17 years, a week, a weekly guest on Montel. That's a lot. That's a long time. Um, 
So she was involved in many community activities. She donated to organizations that helped find missing children. She aided in helping find missing children. And before she passed away, she was actively working on hospices for the elderly abused children and people with AIDS. Um, she passed away in San Jose, California on November 20th to 2013. And um, fun fact, she's, she's got 50 published books. Mm-hmm. 50. So many. So... Here's here's the thing with Sylvia Brown. So she was like really like her main thing was trying to help find missing children and a lot mm-hmm. of people who would come to see her mm-hmm. um or have readings with her or come to the Montel show were people who were trying to find their mm-hmm. missing child or you know what happened to my daughter, what happened yeah. to my son, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, so a lot of the controversy around Sylvia is a lot of people said that she really wasn't right at all mm-hmm. when she made her predictions about these these cases, especially the missing children's cases, mm-hmm. and that um, in some cases she would charge the police up to like $400 to help them find missing yeah. children and usually didn't. Mm-hmm. didn't have a good yeah outcome <laughs> so unfortunately with her kind of bad track record with with the missing children stuff um that's that's why a lot of people just believe her to be like she just was like preying on these mm-hmm. like unfortunate parents who are missing children yeah. which is like i personally don't think she was that scandalous i do think she really thought she had a gift mm-hmm. and maybe maybe it just wasn't honed enough yeah you know for obviously we're a paranormal podcast so i'm probably always gonna like operate on on the on the frequency that these things are real so mm-hmm. you know i i will share healthy skepticism but i'm yeah. I also am a paranormal enthusiast. I believe weird shit happens all the time. So let's hypothetically say, yes, psychic abilities are real, right? Mm-hmm. I do think she might have had something. I don't think it was as expansive as she wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And she tried really hard, which made her fail mm-hmm. in some instances. So a lot of people also pinpoint the, her like false predictions and the controversy to the fact that she actually had a little bit of a, a, a sketchy past with the law. Mm. So during the late eighties, um, she was investigated by the FBI because, uh, a lot of her like businesses that she started her and her first husband started, uh, started like, you know, defaulting on their bank loans and all this shit and so the banks had her investigated i'm explaining this really bad because i don't really understand a lot about these big words but um so well maybe it wasn't her first husband i'm sorry i think it was her second husband so anyway so they her and her second husband were 
indicted on several charges of investment fraud and grand theft. And the Superior Court of Santa Clara County found her and her husband um, had sold securities in a gold mining venture under false pretenses. And at least in one instance, they had told a couple that their $20,000 investment was going to be used for operating costs. And instead, that money was transferred to her Nirvana Foundation for Psychic Research. So uh, Sylvia actually pled no contest. And... um, But she was indicted on grand larceny. And her and her husband both received a year probation. And... Uh, Sylvia was also sentenced to 200 hours of community service. So, a lot of people take that like, yeah. well, you're already kind of a liar, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe she just really wanted to fund her psychic research and nobody would back her on it. You know what I mean? But still, that doesn't mean you lie to people and take their money. But yeah. here we are, you know? Um. So... The two, I'm not going to go into the whole list of her quote-unquote false predictions because there's kind of a lot. I'm going to go into the two main ones that really kind of stopped anyone from believing her. So in 2002, uh, Sylvia told the parents of 11-year-old Sean Hornbeck, who had disappeared earlier that year, that he had been kidnapped and that he was now dead. However, Hornbeck was found alive in 2007, living with his kidnapper, who was a completely different description than what Sylvia had given to the police and to the parents earlier. And I just, I honestly could not imagine, like, one, having my child being kidnapped, but two, like, having somebody come in and tell me that they're dead only just to find out that they're not dead. So yeah, like, that was one of the things that the parents said was that that was the worst thing they could ever hear was your your son's dead. Sorry. Yeah. And then a and few then years later. There he is. There he is. Yeah. And they had to live a few years thinking that their son was dead. Yeah. However. I'm sure that they already had an inkling yeah, to that. They, yeah. But at the same time, like that, they counted on this lady to confirm it almost, you know, yeah. and that that's what she did. And surprise. Yeah. So, another one was in November of 2004, um, Sylvia told the mother of kidnapping victim Amanda Berry, who had disappeared 19 months prior, she's not alive, honey, quote unquote. Um, Sylvia said that Barry was in water and that she had a vision of Barry's jacket in the trash, but it did have DNA on it. Um Unfortunately, Amanda Berry's mother died two years later, believing that her daughter was dead. Oh. However, Amanda Berry was found alive in May 2013. Oh. And oh. even though, oh. yeah. Yeah, so her mom, oh. yeah. God, that made me cry. Yeah, so sad. Super sad for the mom, but it, um, the chick's alive. And um, I read somewhere that when she was asked to comment on this, like, that's, Mm. I mean, she passed away shortly after, but Mm -hmm. she absolutely refused to do 
she refused to do interviews after a while anyways yeah but she refused to even respond to this one at all just completely stayed quiet it's like all right um and kind of the last big one that she flubbed was her own death so on larry king in 2003 she predicted that she would die at 88 however in 2013 she died at 77 which hear me out here it's still a double a double number of the same number right so that's why i'm thinking maybe she did have yeah a little ability but it just wasn't she all got all the way there she got carried away before she mm-hmm. honed it or maybe she just couldn't hone it yeah you know what i mean and just got carried away with trying really hard to help people mm-hmm. that and maybe it she just didn't have have the ability as as much as she thought yeah. she did or something you know what yeah. i mean because that right there money. yeah i'm like yeah i mean she was off by 11 years but like it's to me i'm like well it's still a double of the same yeah, digit like I get what you're saying you know okay maybe maybe yeah you know i don't know i'm trying to give her more of the benefit of the doubt it's Obvious. really hard after those other two stories sorry well yeah it is hard but i also i i don't like to operate on the idea that she had the worst intentions you know what i mean maybe yeah. she did maybe no, she did maybe right. she was taking people for their money it, it, anything's possible but i'm trying to just I don't know. I've never really went to a psychic or a medium or anything, so I don't know how much they charge or how much they could charge or how much they would charge for anything. Well, she had a huge following. I mean, she was famous, obviously. Well, yeah. She was famous. So. But I feel like for somebody who is so, like, wanting to be in tune with helping people, that you, when you don't steal money from a couple and then put it in your own fucking trust fund or whatever the fuck you're doing with it... Two, you don't charge that much to help find missing children. For sure. Like, that that's where I'm at. Like, I hear you. If I were a psychic or a medium, like, I would try my best to just give them what I could without fucking trying to charge them. I like, the you. seminars and stuff, okay, I, I can see that, you know? Like, yeah. the, you know, the showings and stuff like that. But, like, you charge the police 400 fucking dollars to try to find a missing child. Yeah. Like, oh, that sounds you. fucked up. Although Sylvia claimed to have a success rate between 87 to 90%, a 2010 analysis of 115 predictions she made on the Montel Williams show alone kind of put her success rate at zero. But she does have some quote-unquote correct predictions so the most accurate prediction that she is um credited with is is coronavirus is covid oh so she I had feel like ri- a lot of people are credited with being correct about this one well anyways yeah. keep going i mean we did we did that episode on prophecies mm-hmm. early on and some things is People are going to get sick. Oh, shit. People are getting sick. You know what I mean? Some things are kind of easy to claim or uh, vague enough. You can make a vague enough prediction, which is people's argument about this one as well. But in her um, book, 
that was written in 2008 called End of Days, Predictions and Prophecies about the End of the World. She claimed that in 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. She also wrote that uh, the illness itself would suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived, and then 10 years later would show up again, and then disappear completely after that. So, I guess we'll see. I mean, yeah, because she's almost right. Like, nobody even fucking talks about it anymore. Yeah, so we'll see what happens yeah. in 10 years. Um, and that, So that is, like, the main one, obviously, mm-hmm. in 2020, everybody's, like, freaking out that she had predicted it. Nostradamus had predicted it. Yeah. You know. Anyway, but she's, I guess, because she put a year to it, is more yeah. credible. Gotcha. Not just, like, the century. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she also did predict that Arnold Schwarzenegger would run for political office before he actually announced he would run for governor of California, which he won. Uh, I forgot he was right. (laughs) Holy shit. A governator. A governator. Um, she also predicted that two people would be arrested for the Oklahoma City bombings. And she has also said that the Jean Benet Ramsey case will never be solved. In that, I, this is, I don't know shit about Madonna, but I guess she predicted that Madonna would have another child by a different man. And I'm assuming she did because this was listed under her correct. She probably did. I don't know how I many I didn't kids. even know Madonna had children. I know she has a daughter that looks oh, yeah. like her. Okay, I'm going to Google this. Uh, but I don't know how many kids, okay. how many men she's been with. Mm-hmm. I don't know shit about Madonna. I know she, like, kissed Britney Spears. That's about it, yeah. And that, her last Instagram photo, she looks like, she either... She looks unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. She was already, like... She was so pretty, though. She was already, yeah, super cute, and now she just looks wonky. So pretty. She was married to Guy Ritchie and Sean Penn. Oh, yeah, she was married to Sean Penn. She has one, two, three, four, five. Does she has some... I'm ado- not done. Does she have adopted kids, though? Yes. She has six children. Yeah, but I don't think all of them are... Four are adopted. By, yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So, here... Yeah, so Ro- Rocco Ritchie, I think, is the second one. Oh, okay. All right, well... Sylvia Brown predicted it and it happened, so. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, so here are some other predictions that we will see if they come to fruition uh, or whatever. So um, Sylvia claimed that the 2016 election would be the last actual election for a president and that the people after this the people would finally be fed up with the American presidency and the executive branch of the government um, and then she said that it would shut down all presidential responsibilities with them being absorbed into the legislative branch and the new elected representatives would form a new version of the Senate. And then party lines would be redrawn 
and it would just simply be liberals and conservatives and they would have to just vote on every bill as is and it would all be televised as they're doing it so they can't be sneaky the only part about this that i feel came to fruition is the fact that i feel for the most part everybody just discerns themselves as liberal or conservative right now yeah there's no other thing yeah i i feel like there's there's really no in between for people people Mm -hmm. are so we're so split yeah that there's no there's no you can't be middle of the road if you're middle of the road right now like you're you're an enemy Yo, it's yeah. Like if you're not agreeing with me, you're on the other side, kind of a thing. Yeah. So, but again, like I've like I mentioned in our previous prophecy one, I feel like political prophecies are really easy to come up with. Yeah. Because they have a tr- politics has a trajectory. Like you can, you're gonna probably be right like fifty percent of the time anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but I mean that one's not too far off obviously we still have the presidency yeah i mean i've it's it's been a joke to since 2016 but mm-hmm. i don't know if that's what she meant um she also claimed that atlantis and lumeria would rise magnificently from their underwater graves by 2050 after volcanic activity and natural disasters brought them up so we'll see We'll see if Atlantis pops back up. I thought Atlantis was lost. (laughs) Yeah, so she's saying it's going to come back. It's going to rise from the depths because of volcanic activity. Okay. Which, there's been hell of freaking earthquakes and shit and underwater volcano erupted Mm -hmm. not too long ago. So, I mean, maybe. Maybe now she can, now that she's up there, Mm -hmm. she can stir the pot. (laughs) Um, so this one, I'm going to put trigger warning for, uh, like infertility issues. She claims that there's so many infertility issues or Mm -hmm. more people seem to have problems with, with Mm -hmm. fertility nowadays because fewer fewer spirits are choosing to come back to earth so obviously like i mentioned earlier she believes that reincarnation is like Mm -hmm. the center of the spiritual universe so yeah yeah, she believes that there's so many issues because people people spirits don't want to come back Mm -hmm. especially because they don't want to come back and experience experience the end of the earth yeah because they know it's coming she also has predicted that uh space trash and meteor showers will like basically sp- like all the shit's going to start plummeting back onto the earth like meteors all of the okay. satellites we have they call it like some people call it space trash cuz it's like mm-hmm. basically our atmosphere is like littered with satellites now yeah so she's predicting that it's all just going to like come it's all gonna Fly start back. falling back onto the earth right. and that it's gonna like take out some plants and animals and pro- possibly some people well let me know what day that happens <laughs> i can be inside <laughs> sylvia also claimed that diseases such as cancer alzheimer's leukemia diabetes etc would be eliminated 
Um, hold on, hold on. Have you read anything lately, like news-wise, about like the cure of anything? Um, I read that they successfully cured a woman of AIDS for thirty-six months. It came back though. Thir- no, oh. no, like oh, there's so a, for- it's, it's still ongoing oh. for like thirty-six months. Okay, sorry, I just so read she- that. That's what it made me think. Yeah, of. I did I read. That was cool. I did read that. Yeah. So sorry, she's predicted that, but she's <laughs> she's also predicted that diseases that we've eradicated would come back, and that we would see the heavy return of things like polio and smallpox between 2075 and 2080. I should be dead, but... In a sudden worldwide spread of diseases. Because... I mean, this one's kind... I mean, this one's kind of in... I mean, there's a lot of people who don't vaccinate. So... Yeah. And we've already seen, like, measles coming back heavy... Yeah. And some other shit. So that's kind of an easy prediction. <laughs> uh yeah, so we'll see. Um She claimed that by the late twenty twenties that people will start living in domed cities and that the US will be the first to adopt the idea and eventually spread globally. She said they'll like, be made by three-ply synthetic glass and plastic, and they'll be tinted, they'll open and close to allow people to fly in, and air will be purified and the temperature completely regulated, and it'll all be controlled for the uh, maximum health benefits. And by 2015, we were supposed to have fi- flying fucking cars, but here we are. So, so you know what? <laughs> I've heard something about that. I just read something that they have the technology for for flying cars. The problem is the fact that, like, you would then have to do some kind of, like, air traffic control. Yeah. And people already can't fucking drive yeah. on a road. This is true. Let alone, you want them to drive in the air? It just reminds me of Jack and Baxter. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> if you we all had to just run into the police. I always think of, like, when you're watching Star Wars and they're on a like, Coruscant, and it's, like, uh-huh. all the fucking flying cars, yeah. and they're, like, flying and in between like, them. It's like, there's no way we would ever be organized enough to, like, not kill each other in the sky. Yeah. Or f- five feet above ground. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There's there's no way. So I've read that we have the technology. It's just we cannot implement it because people are idiots. Yeah. Which is understandable. Yeah. That's probably why we won't be able to implement the dome thing. <laughs> you gotta leave it closed well, so the air stays purified, not leave it open. <laughs> well, she went on to say that basically only rich people would be able to live in the domed cities. Oh, that sounds about right. Okay. And the wealthy will take over and then the poor will be excluded, so. I'll go live in my homeless encampment now. <laughs> my undomed homeless encampment. <laughs> on the side of a freeway. Right where flying cars are. Right next to the dome. <laughs> It's on, on the outside of the dome, yeah. peeking in. <laughs> hey guys, what are you doing? <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> and uh, the last one I chose to put on here because there's there's way more. Mm-hmm. I just I obviously don't want to be talking for a hundred years. Well, you need to because mine's really short. So. That's alright. I mean, well, yeah. I mean we've also had some child breaks, but it's already going on for a minute. So, Sylvia predicted that um, f- 
with the increased global warming that coastal cities would be drowned um ice caps and glaciers and snow melts will start flooding the earth and that um the water will seep into the earth into the core and cause volcanoes such as like mount fuji to erupt and start decimating the earth by 2085. I can see that happening. Uh, yeah. And then fun- and that's on global warming. And that's on global warming. And fun fact, her son, Christopher, from her first marriage, is now also a psychic and author and seems to have kind of taken the lead position in her organization as... Mm-hmm. Seems to have taken like the lead position in her organization oh, okay. as her replacement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can purchase a reading from him. You can buy all of Sylvia's books. I didn't look. I don't think it mentions. She there's a little link for like themed jewelry. Oh. Um, she has guided meditations on the website, and you can also become an inner circle member and a VIP member. Go for of, it. Of her organization. So. Mm-hmm. And that, that is Sylvia Brown. That is Sylvia Brown. That is I, Sylvia Brown. <laughs> people are not without flaw, but mm-hmm. I like to think she began as if she was really trying. And I'm going to just, I'm going to just hold on to that. All right. You hold on to that. <laughs> you do that. All right. So, what did you prepare for us today? I'm prepared to whack myself in the face with everything today. Fuck. I what? cheated. I cheated. Oh. And I used the little calendar papers. That's and I kind of did a blind, uh, oh, this one. And then, ooh, this one. And that's how I got this. So this one's like short, sweet, to the point. Which is the headless nun. So, there's a lot of uh, history about stuff that I have no idea about, and I should have paid attention in history class. But that's just who I am as a person. (laughs) Told you two minutes. (laughs) Um, So, in the mid-18th century, there was a struggle between the Acadians and the British... And there was a French fort built known as French Fort Cove in North Umberland County in New Brunswick. Which I believe is what they call Canada now. That was a lot of, was a lot of titles. Exactly. Of, of places. <laughs> exactly. But I do remember that there is um, a French area in Canada. So that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, Quebec. Yep. There we go. I just think New Brunswick. Brunswick. Uh-huh. Brunswick. It's like a freaking bowling bowling, bowling shoe. Oh, <laughs> bowling, bowling balls and bowling shoes <laughs> company. <laughs> um, and this is where the Acadians were sent to help fight off the British. And among said Acadian centier was none Sister Marie. There is no known last name for Sister Marie, so she is just... Did nuns keep their last names? 
I don't know exactly. I don't. I didn't look that up. But I don't know. I'm don't not know. entirely sure. I don't know shit about shit. I mean, is that what their driver's license say now? Like, just sister. Do nuns drive? I could have sworn they drive. Okay. Or I maybe. don't know. I'm not a nun. Anyways. So, Sister Marie was born in France and was requested to be sent to Canada. And she was sent to care for the despaired and the ill. She was also sent with, like, a shit ton of money to, like, care for the despaired and the ill and the families in need. Um, and story goes that she would actually bury the money for safekeeping. Nice. That way, like, she knew where it was at and nobody else did and nobody could try to fucking take it from her. And one night she went to assist a family and on her way home she encounter she was encountered by an unknown group of people. There was like two versions of the story. One was it was only one person, one what is it was a group of people, so just kinda go yeah. with a group of people. Yeah. because um, I believe that more than just one person <laughs> for where the story is going. The person wanted her to reveal where she kept the money that she had buried, but she refused to reveal the location and was unwilling to cooperate with with the people. She was then attacked and was beaten and unfortunately was beheaded. Sweet Jesus. Well, I guess. And then I kept, I like read something else. It was like a whole different story because it was like, I guess there was like a bunch of nuns that were sent from France over to this area and being beheaded was like the thing to do it wasn't like oh here go to jail or oh here I'm just gonna beat the living shit out of you it was like no I'm gonna fucking cut off your head like nope you're dead yeah it was it was a thing to fucking do so her head was never found oh hence the headless nun her body was returned to France, but her spirit has stayed in Canada. Um, and, you know, it's said that she has been unable to rest and won't probably rest until her head is returned to her body. Yeah. Yeah. So the story goes is that the people who cut off of her head were scared and disgusted and just like what the fuck because of the facial expression that her head had made after beheading her so they threw it off the cliff and into the sea i'm getting like the ring vibes yeah where they find them and they're like yeah i don't like it yeah so yeah they yeah i said that they threw her head into the sea some say that her head was like tossed into the woods they just threw it somewhere it was just yeah somewhere it was it was thrown somewhere because they couldn't stand looking at it after what they had done yeah right oh no it's the consequences of my actions yeah so there and you know of course there's two different stories kind of all mushed into this one so sister marie is mostly seen at night and during a full moon she is seen often wandering around looking for her head either near the water or in the woods. Yeah. Um, others say that she has actually found her head and carries it around with her trying to find a way to return it to her body. Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. She will stop and ask visitors 
to help look for her head and offer them 1,000 guineas mm-hmm. if it gets found. Which is very fucking weird because if somebody came up to me and had no head on them and was like trying to talk to me and was like, hey. She just ri- she writes it on a pad yes. of paper. Hey, I got a thousand guineas if you can find my head. <laughs> like, I would. Be, she hands him a note. I would be very fucking. I wouldn't stand around long no. enough for something with no head to even communicate in whatever way they could. Like, I. Yeah. Like, I don't know sign language, but... <laughs> Not even like, sign language. Like, if she's trying to sign language... Like, I'm out of there. Yeah. Um, or she stops visitors and asks them to help her return her head to France, offering a thousand guineas to do so. How is she talking? I don't know. Nobody's... Like, out of the that. hole? Like, out of the... Maybe, maybe it was just this portion of her head, so her mouth is still there. I don't know. I don't know. There's like an ominous voice that comes out in the cloud around It's Morgan you. Freeman. <laughs> Sorry. Like a narrator comes up. And then the nun asked. I don't know. Nobody said how she fucking communicates with people, okay? But she be asking for people to either return her head or fucking find her head. And she probably has it like written in like... Just tell me where the buried money is. And then we'll talk about your head. Well, it's probably gone by now. I mean, shit, this is mid-18th century. You never know. This is also true. You never know. I did try to fucking look for way more details to this story. Because I'm like, there's gotta be more than just, like, she was beheaded and that was it. Like, if she was beheaded, she'd be, like, like, and you're still there. Like, wouldn't she, like, fuck with people? Except for asking them for help. help. Like, I mean, that's, to me, that's fucking with people. Um, that's but for me. I guess this area in Canada where this all has happened, New Brun- Brunswick, um, is extremely haunted besides this. Like, it's one of the most haunted areas. Oh, nice. And there is actually a haunted tour you can go on for for the town. Haunted uh, search party for her head. Maybe. And the pile of money. Yeah. No, but it's like a whole like town deal. Like you got it. Like you can tour the town, kind of how we were talking about in Catalina Island, where you yeah. can just tour the and hear about the history and the haunted shit and yeah. all the fun things. But yeah, told you guys it was gonna be short this time because I just picked picked of the paper litter and went with it and really didn't want to go back and change it. So that's just me. You okay? You got a serious look on your face? Yeah, I'm sorry. I was looking up headless nuns. No, I saw a video oh. where the wind blew a package under the under the rug on the porch. But it looked like a ghost. <laughs> it oh. looked really scary. Oh. I think it was just wind. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's it. That's that's it. Well, it's the headless nun. The headless nun. But like I said, there was actually more, like, stories about headless nuns in that area, and it was very shocking. There was at least, like, more headless nuns? There was, like, three or four, like, headless nun stories that, like, you couldn't get confused with this one, because this one was different than the other three or four. Like, it was very strange. Who the hell was out there beheading hella nuns? I feel like Nobody who went to, to heaven, apparently. 
I mean, okay, maybe I'm wrong because I obviously was not not religious. So I guess there are stories of like nuns that beat the shit out of people with sticks. And rulers. I'm thinking like Sister Act, where I'm like, those nuns are like the coolest, <laughs> but that's fucking Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like over here, like, who would behead Whoop- Whoopi Goldberg? She just wants to sing. Come on. <laughs> like, obviously, 18th century nuns are probably not that cool. No. Probably prob- much, much more. Not that. I mean, she sounded pretty cool because she was helping the less fortunate and the people who she needed She was doing the nun stuff. Yeah. She wasn't like beating kids with sticks because they weren't listening. Like, I don't yeah, know. No, she was helping families in need and y'all wanted to take her head. Sounds about right. Ah, a woman. I was just going to say. Beheaded. Yep. A woman, a woman doing community service. <laughs> it's a woman. We don't believe in helping the poor, but we love Jesus, so bye. What? Yeah. Anyway, before I. <laughs> do, do, do. Oh man. <sighs> Sorry. So have you made any? Have you made any? Um. Um. I have to. So when you're done with the uh, fan fiction book, mm-hmm. um, I need to pass it along after I read it. Oh God. To who? Chelsea. Oh, okay. she's like, oh, I've been wanting to read it. I'm like, just don't buy it. I bought the physical book. We'll, I'll, we'll let you borrow it after. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take it on the plane with me tomorrow. So, oh, good. Into the airport. So you still only read the first two pages in the last chapter. Yeah, that's the okay. last two pages. It's fine. I just, dude, I'm so behind on like my schoolwork oh, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't even fucking function. I'm it's behind right. on my own life and. I look at it every night, and I'm like, oh, I should read this at least, like, a page a night, you know, just to go somewhere with it. Nope. Mm-mm. No. It's okay. By the time I get into bed, I'm just like, fuck this. Oh, I go to read? Well, I finally finished uh, the three-body problem. Oh, finally. Yeah. I was just, like, I just, I was doing that. I was just making sure I read a couple pages, even if I was knocking out. Mm-hmm. It's like, I would literally fall asleep, like, mid-page and smack myself in the face with my phone. But yeah. finally finished it. And it was good. I guess it, it is a whole series, so. Mm. Um, uh, so yeah, I'll probably read whatever else is in the series. I don't think that was free on Prime Reading. I don't mm. think the other ones are free. So I'm kind of trying to Wait. use my ten dollars a month wisely right now. Yeah. Like I have so many books in my kindle and so many books on the shelf that i've not actually read yet so i'm kind of like challenging myself to like like read what i already have Mm -hmm. and also i've been trying to go back and like read some classics too like i've never read wuthering heights oh i want to read that so i'm reading it because i've never read it yeah no i was i'm definitely more of a jane austen person Mm -hmm. but i don't think i've read some stuff by the bront Bronte, Bront sisters, but mm-hmm. um, I never read that, so I'm like, okay, I'll read this. So I'm kind of trying to like go back and forth between like something I already own and then like the classics because you oh, can get okay. all the classics on Prime reading. Oh, okay. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I started that. I do recommend reading The Secret Life of Bees. If I know you it's have... on my shelf. I know I it's I, mine. To be honest, I think I read it a thousand years ago, but I it's so weird. Okay, so. 
It's one of my absolute favorites. Call like, me fu- absolute. Favorite. Call me fucking weird, but I saved like one of the very few pieces of paper I saved from high school. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything else except for the reading list that they gave us for like the honors mm-hmm. in AP, and it was like this just huge list mm-hmm. of nonfiction, autobiographies, fiction, yeah. science, you know, science fiction, all this shit. And it's got a lot of, like, the classics on there and stuff. Yeah. And I was, I was like, flipping through. I finally found it again because I've been trying to find it. Because I yeah. want to make my way through. Yeah. The, you know. It's, like, the suggested reading or mm-hmm. the classics and shit like that. So I found it. And I was flipping through it. And I had highlighted the books I had read. Mm-hmm. I it's I don't remember reading some of the books that I said I read. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, like. The two books that I took from high school that, like, I can say are, like, my absolute, like, go-tos or, like, my favorites is The Secret Life of Bees and The Giver. The Giver is one of my absolute favorites. The movie didn't do it real justice. Yeah, I love me some Jeff Bridges, but... Yeah, I heard the movie kind of skipped over a lot of, like, the really good shit. Yes, like, but I could read that book all the fucking time and have no problem with it. So... Yeah, I had highlighted a couple books, and I'm like, I fucking read that, but I, that was my, that was, like, my escape. Yeah. That was my coping mechanism. So, I, I muscled through books, like, in middle school, like, nobody's business. I think I, I had a teacher in seventh grade, my English teacher, he... We had, like, those little quizzes you would take Mm -hmm. on the computer, Mm -hmm. and then it would, like, suggest books for you. You picked them, but then you would do, like, the reading comprehension quizzes, like, did you actually read it? Yeah. And then he would kind of go over that, but he would also make suggestions, too, and it kind of, he would always try to, like, oh, you're really interested in this kind of stuff, so Mm -hmm. here's some good books along that line. I never really had a good English teacher until, like, my 10th grade year. That guy was dope as hell. My my ninth grade English teacher was a fucking shit show of a fucking person. Oh. Well. That's why he got excluded oh, from the Oh, don't say band. it. Don't say it. I talk. I, that's so funny. Um, yeah. I just, I read, I, I read like multiple series of books in seventh grade alone. Mm-hmm. And I could not tell you. And I know I read them. Mm-hmm. The only one I remember was like the girl on the milk carton series or something oh i know what you're where talking she's about. like wakes up and she's looking at the milk cart and she's like wait a second that's me hmm. and then goes into this whole thing and i don't remember if it was a book or a whole series but i remember reading that i remember reading some other series i could have sworn there were dragons involved i read so many fucking books that year like i but mm-hmm. i don't remember any names so it's like just going through that list going i read that and there. then on my Goodreads app, mm-hmm. I've saved books, which I started my Goodreads account, like, 2013 to 2015. Mm-hmm. So not that long ago. And there's books I checked off there that I'm like, I read that? It's so weird how... Yeah. Like, my memories have just kind of, like, fizzled or have just kind of been blocked out like yeah. i don't know it's so strange um there was a book that i was like there's no way in hell like i it's real you know like 
I was just like, no, I'm making this shit up. It's not a book. Like, I'm just fucking, I had a dream or something, and, like, this is what it's resulted to. No, I found the fucking book. Oh, yeah? It's called Among the Betrayed, and it was about the little girl who was, like, imprisoned. And, like, it, it was almost like a boy called it, but, like... Was that not the series about like where the families could only have like two kids two kids yes yeah yeah it's like a and it's the like a third dystopian kid was like like hiding yeah and then they like got discovered i don't know yes yeah i had the yes i had the whole series i've only found the first one though and like that i think was the only one that i i read out of the whole series but i think it was a series i finally fucking found it because i'm like there's no way in hell like this is real like this is a real thing oh it is a whole series oh my god we need to reread these then well i have the first one that's not the first one oh it's not it's the third oh it's the shadow children series well no wonder it probably didn't even make sense because i missed the first two books But yeah. Uh, Shadow Children is a series of seven books by Margaret Peterson Haddix about a dystopian country which suffers food shortages due to drought and the effects of the government's totalitarian attempts to control resources as a way to solidify its power. The population police enforce the government's population law, killing or imprisoning Shadow Children, any child born after his or her first two siblings. Yep, we're gonna mm-hmm. have to go back through those. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Among the Hidden. I had I had the first three then. Okay. We'll have to All find right. the fucking first well, two. Well, they're like $4 on a thrift book site, so oh, okay. I can... Nova. Okay. Are you signaling the end? Yeah. She's like, okay, you're done. Bye. No. What do you mean? No. All right. Well, then, on that note, uh, we'll save some more talk for our next episode. um so yeah thanks for listening you can follow us on instagram at the creep and pod you can like us on facebook you can email us at the creep and podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us like any personal stories you'd like us to share on your behalf you can leave us some star ratings on spotify that would be super cool you can leave us a written rating on apple which would also be super cool and did i miss anything i don't think so i don't think so either all right well have a good week and we'll see you next week okay bye or in 10 minutes bye or in 10 minutes okay bye